President Trump is acquitted, Lizzo is fat, and people want reparations. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair, and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes. Go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. Truly is the best. So, lot to cover. Uh, in the intro, it was brief, but... It was, it's, it's interesting because it's like, I don't know. It's like in this week we're lashing out against a lot, <laughs> if you will, yeah. the, the whole impeachment thing and, and the Democrats trying to remove Trump from office, body positivity and people wanting to remove fat shaming from society at large because it makes people feel bad versus going the route of what's healthier and what's better and then some of our friends that's why i said people i didn't say black people hispanic people because not all blacks and hispanics want these things but some people we know are advocates of uh being given reparations by the united states government so we're going to talk a little bit about that as Mm -hmm. well what subject would you like to get into first Let's get the acquittal out of the way. The acquittal out yeah. of the way. My man's been acquitted. Let's let's do to the subject what the Democrats could not do to the president and yeah. get it out of the way. Right. Um, so yet another loss for the Democrats. Um, Trump's approval rating is going up. Seems like the highest it's ever been. Yeah. It seems like they're kind of, I don't know, uh, scamming Bernie again. Like they're 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 messed up. They're they're that that party is is jacked up. They don't have an identity, which we've been saying for I don't know two years now. Yeah. Um, how did you feel when you knew that the president was getting acquitted um, of the both articles of impeachment? Okay. So I'm going to have to backpedal all the way back to the point in which, what was it, the, the Senate voted for to not have witnesses. If you look at the definition of what quid pro quo means and you see what Trump did, you're going to realize that no matter if there were witnesses or not, it just didn't look like it w- might be a winning battle, especially with a Republican Senate. But obviously it would have worked in in the Democrats' favor had they had witnesses in the sense that even if it, it would have ended up being a no impeachment to be able to drag Trump's name in the mud for way longer and wait till it gets close to election time. But I still don't, I don't really see him... Or he, uh, obviously he's he's not impeached, but 
if it were that they had witnesses, I didn't really see a Well, case. he is impeached. He's just yeah. not being removed oh, yeah. from office. Or uh, acquitted, rather. Um, he's not being removed. I just don't see that the removal would have happened anyway. But they voted for no witnesses, and that pretty much led me to believe that, you know, this was pretty much not going to be uh, – this was going to be an acquittal, and sure enough, when it happened – that shit was pretty wild. I, yeah, I think that there was there there was a, a bigger legal aspect to this than people realize and or recognize. For instance, it wasn't so much with the Republicans being on Trump's side versus the Democrats being on Pelosi's side, and 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 like them clashing. Because of Trump, it was really about who follows the rule of law. Because, see, originally, and a lot of people got this wrong, legal analysts and, and, and political commentators got it wrong in the sense of if you could prove quid pro quo, that that is enough to have the president removed from office. That was the original narrative and the original talking point that everybody was going off of yeah what ended up happening was that it was made clear throughout the trial and throughout the case that quid pro quo is not illegal in and of itself and that's it isn't that's when things started to become more of a okay well who's really voting for the rule of law and who really isn't. And that's why when the Republicans voted down to have witnesses, their whole thing was, well, all the witnesses are going to do is substantiate yeah. that quid pro quo happened. Okay. Yeah. But even if it did happen, which thanks to Alan Dershowitz and like his case that he made, that's not illegal. There's nothing illegal about it. So even if the president did do what you guys are saying he did, yeah. that is not enough to remove him from office. I, I mean, all it would have, all it would have proven was, oh, he lied that there was quid pro quo. Right. That, so it makes him look like he lied, but that's still not illegal. You know, it's not illegal. It just makes you look bad. And really not that bad considering there's a lot worse shit in, in the world. And, and not only that, considering that every politician from here to kingdom come has engaged in quid pro quo. Yeah. That's how you get things done. Like, hey, special interest group, endorse me. When I get in office, I'll do this for you. Yeah. Hey. Like we matter of fact, quid pro quo happens every day in regular everyday life. Yeah. Like, oh man, fucking I want this girl to to do the nasty to me. Well, like I gotta do something. Like I take yeah. her out. Like I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like quid pro quo happens all of the time. Yeah, it's such a a natural way of 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 doing stuff. Hey, dog, sit down. Okay, the dog sits. Here's a treat. Yeah. Oh, you so didn't sit. Something for something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was very important, and I think pivotal when Alan Dershowitz brought that up hey well you all of you are so wrapped up in quid pro quo that's not illegal not only that it would have been a political game at that point like had they had you said okay to witnesses now this is just being dragged out for political purposes not for legal purposes 
Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that, like you don't at that point. You yeah. when when that case is made, you there's no reason to drag out the witnesses because okay, the witnesses. What are they gonna say? They're gonna say, oh yeah, he there was quid pro quo. Yeah. He we did hear him say that, or we're aware that he said that. Okay, but it's still it's still not illegal. So what what's the what's the extra step for? And that's and that's why you know it was important that you do have a good legal team and you do have people that can illustrate and put on display the rule of law when it comes to that. That was number one. Number two, I was very impressed with how Mitch McConnell rallied the Republicans. We may never see a display or a debacle like this again in life, like the whole impeachment thing, and like we we may never see that again in 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 our lifetime. Yeah. But what was interesting about the whole thing, in my opinion, is that win or lose, dead or alive, no matter what happens to Trump right now at this point, he's won. He will go down in history as the forty fifth president. He has a successful track record as a president. He has a successful track record as a businessman. There's really nothing at this point you could do to him. Like I said, even if they were to kill him, like he still won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we could see by the State of the Union address Nancy Pelosi's reaction to the whole speech. Exactly. But what's more important about that is, as aside from like this notion of Trump winning or losing, is this idea that number one, what a blessing it is to live in a country where it has three branches of government. So if one branch, the House of Representatives, gets their, they lose their shit and they want to get greasy, you have another branch to like stand in the way of it. Well, nope, we're gonna stop that shit right here. So yeah. that in and of itself is a beautiful thing. Like people. I don't think take enough time to realize and acknowledge what a blessing that is to live in a country like that. That's, you know, so so consider that. But furthermore than that, this notion that you kind of always get this, this idea of like politicians take, take, take. But this was an occurrence where I actually felt like these people were defending me. Like yeah. n- me and my interests. Like because... The president, whomever the president is, it's his agenda is a representation of the direction that the country is heading in. And this president more so aligns with the direction that I want to go in. Lower taxes, more opportunities for business, more freedom, more benefits and rewards if you're fiscally responsible. You know what I'm like? Bureaucracy I'm out of the way. I, I, I've seen enough of the... Let's give benefits and let's give rewards to people that like don't got their shit together. I've seen enough of it. And even when you give it, like nothing happens. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you can help people out, loan them money, do whatever, like uh, give them, give them, give them, give them. And like it, it doesn't change like their circumstance. So how about, I don't know, a crazy idea. Why don't we try like doing for the people that I do have their shit together and are going to hold their own and then... You know, let's see what happens then. Which, oh, look at that. Booming economy. Oh, look at that. Low unemployment. Oh, look at that. Upward mobility. Oh, look at that. Optimism. Yeah. Hey, like, I like that. So that aligns more with, it's not even about the man himself. It's about, like, what he's on aligns more with what I'm on. What are the policies? And so what I'm on 
with them trying to stop dude at every corner and like not give him the credit that he deserves and you know get in the way of everything the way that i see it is you're not impeaching donald trump you're impeaching the person that's perpetuating the policies that are helping me better my life yeah and you that kind of makes you an enemy almost yeah yeah so for mitch mcconnell to rally the republicans and be like no i was very proud like it, it was one of those moments that i was able to look back and be like damn we're gonna, we're thank gonna you like yeah. like it was one of those things where i was able to be like thanks like that yeah. i i appreciate that you know yeah. i appreciate a little more free speech like going in that direction i appreciate going in the direction of a little less sensitivity those are cultural i appreciate more business opportunity that's economic like i appreciate yeah. these freedoms that the left side of the aisle has been, to put it mildly, trying to to hamper down on a lot of yeah. that stuff. So then that's putting it mildly. So as an American, it was nice to see that, and and I, it, it, I was I was proud. I was proud. So that was yeah. the thing that I gathered from it. It was it was a. Uh, it was a nice thing to see, and and who knows if I'll ever see such a a display yeah. like that again in my lifetime. And at this point, the only answer they have is <laughs> ripping up his uh, speech. Yeah, which which I I think one like why would you expect him to oh yeah to, well, to, to shake your hand at yeah. the State of the Union? We're talking about you. You came for his throat. Yeah. I mean. A lot of the stuff that they threw at him before, I don't, I wouldn't say it's right, but at least I could say, whatever. Politics is a dirty game. Yeah. But yeah. you you cross the line. You yeah. know, it, it's kind of like um, that that uh, that little part, that monologue in uh, in the Dark Knight. Yeah. Where 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 joke well, not, where Alfred is t- like kind of explaining the type of person that Joker is yeah. to Bruce Wayne. And and it said, uh, he's like, this is different. They crossed the line. And he's like, but you crossed the line first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. This is different. Like, you guys you guys crossed the line. Mm-hmm. And then you crossed the line. But, but coupled with the fact that when you crossed the line, you didn't even win. Yeah, yeah. You didn't even win. You crossed the line time and time again, and you didn't win. And now you overextended yourself. And, and honestly, it's like, Okay, that's friendly competition. But that what they did and what they've been trying to do, that's nowhere near friendly. It's like you know, like like you know when you watch pay per view fights and like leading up to that, you know when people are just like, Yeah, I'm gonna beat them, I'll knock them out, and then you know when it gets personal. Mm-hmm. You know when it gets personal and they, they don't wanna see each other and I think it was to the point where this was personal. Yeah, this is yeah. So like, no, I'm not gonna shake your hand. Uh, fuck. Because nothing prior to this was about removing somebody from office. This was everything prior to this was damn. It makes me look bad. They're running my name through the yeah. mud. This could hurt re-election. All of that. But this was all right. Now you're trying to like remove me from office. Yeah. This you're. This is dirty. You're playing. You're playing dirty. Yeah. It's not right. Yeah. And uh. And again, 
you then rip <laughs> you rip the speech. What do you think is going to happen after that? What do you think is going to happen? He's going to take that speech and he's going to make an ad. And you know when he did make that ad, right? Or his team made that ad, she was mad, furious, and she was calling on on I think Facebook and Twitter to remove it and shockingly they didn't they were like no well no this is an well, ad well zuckerberg zuckerberg ain't on that no more you notice no, no. if you notice the i think zuckerberg was ahead of the curb in the sense of the the uh go woke go broke thing yeah if you appeal too much to these people eventually they will come after you yeah and you're going to lose Perfect example of that, very off topic, but it's in the realm of current news. And we didn't say we were going to talk about this. This is like totally out of left field. But real quick, do you see the whole debacle with Gail King right now for the comments that she made during, well, the question that she asked to Lisa Leslie? About Kobe Bryant. Right. Yeah. And then now everybody's attacking her, which is, which is interesting because one, is she entitled to ask that question? Yes, she's in, She's a reporter. She's entitled to ask that question. Yeah. But why are you asking? Because the man was acquitted. Like, I could yeah, see if yeah. he was convicted of it, it's still probably not, like, the best thing to ask at this point in time. But at least you have the legal backing of an actual conviction. Yeah. Why are you bringing up that somebody, a crime that somebody was acquitted of? Yeah. Yeah. What is wrong with you? That is like, that is like, that's literally like if one day you were accused of like, of, of hurting somebody or, or raping somebody or whatever, but then yeah. like they went through the court process and boom, they find out that you're not guilty. That should never be spoken of again because I did not do it. The law, the legal system, a big case money yeah. was spent to show that I did not do it. Why would you ask somebody about this? But, okay, you want to appeal to the, the Me Too woke motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, look what happened to you. Now yeah. you're getting death threats because you go woke, you go broke. Yeah. And, and I mean, again, you could ask the question, but you, you're but not I, even... I'm saying in this context, you're, the only reason you're asking the question is to appeal to these yeah. people. Because it really, there is no standing for such a question because he was acquitted. Yeah, not to mention, uh, what was it, Lisa Leslie? Yeah, the, the, she was. She was. She could tell she was kind of like disturbed about the question. Like, nope, he would never. Uh, not like from what I've known, he would never do that. Even right. Even yeah. take. Even take the 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 he would uh, like the own anecdotal comment of he would never do it. Yeah. As a reporter, he was acquitted. The law said he did not do it. You sound stupid bringing it up. Yeah. At least with like Mike Tyson in the Times and in interviews where they brought up his his situation with that rape case. At least with that, he was actually convicted of that. Yeah, yeah. That's different. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so it, it's a. Uh, it's just it's just funny the whole go woke go broke thing and I yeah. think Zuckerberg has realized that and even when he testified before Congress and they were saying that like or they were asking him what measures is Facebook gonna take to to uh, look into whether or not ads are are legitimate or true or false or whatever the case and he was saying pretty much that they could do like a face value analysis of it but. 
it's up to the person putting the ad. Like, it's not our job to be looking into all yeah, of that. Not to mention, the ad never... The ad... I don't know if anyone has seen political ads, but they, they're they going to take the worst that you've done and put it in a way that makes you look bad. That is a political ad. What I saw with his ad was what I've seen a million times here in Illinois when it's primaries, when it's time to vote, when it's time to, you know, like it's this, it's, there's nothing. This was vanilla, you know, like this is just like not even, and it's just crazy how people really want to make it out to be something that is not, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, 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 uh, oh, well he's, 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 per, he's purposely being, uh, uh, he's purposely lying to the people and making it seem like she was ripping you at those moments. Come on. It's the same clip of her ripping the paper. Right. It's the same clip. Like, do you really think that people are that stupid not to, like, say some shit like, oh, well, uh, I don't know. Did she really do that? This Is this true? No, this is an ad. It's a political ad. Just just stop. Uh, but But again... A lot of commentators on the left side, they really wanted to make it look like something that it wasn't. Yeah. Listen, it's a political ad. Leave it at that. Stop crying. And I'm glad that social media was like, well, this is an ad. We'll, we'll leave it alone. This, I mean, But not only that. like it's, it's, it's factual, number one. Yeah. Number two, you look at the circumstance, that was not a classy thing to do, especially... No. At what point are you gonna have some self awareness? Like, man, like we, I, I've given, I've been throwing this dude through the ringer. At some point, there's going to be a repercussion. Yeah. Nah, and and, and it's just, just utter ridiculousness. Yeah. Furthermore, I'm s- sort of wondering at what point are the Democrats gonna realize? That you just got to do better. I've never seen them be, before Trump, such sore losers. Not only that, but... Like, you lose at everything. And then, rather than just be like, damn, we can't beat this dude. Let's regroup. Let's get better. You're such a sore loser about it. Yeah. Like, oh, like Bill Maher. Bill Maher keeps it real at times. But when it comes to this whole acquittal thing, He's living in some fantasy world. Oh, the government failed us. No, actually, the, this was an example of the government doing what it's supposed to do. Checks and balances, baby. And 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 to me, it's more than more than just oh. He 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 was he was acquitted for for the left side. Is now you've you've this was the last straw. This is this is not going to go well for you. And now you banked on this. You banked on doing this. You banked basically what they thought is he was stupid. Time and time again. Time and time again. Even even the, the State of the Union address, the fact that he never even mentioned being acquitted, being strategic. Yeah, which even Bill Maher mentioned that. Yeah. And, and I mean, gave him a backhanded compliment about it. He said... Whoever coached Trump not to mention his imminent acquittal really did a good job. Now he could just focus on his lies of bettering the country. Yeah. You know, so it's backhanded, but at the same, in a way, giving him his props, like, damn, like, that's very poised of you not to mention the imminent acquittal, which was the day after. Yeah. And now what you have 
is like you said, now you're really messing with with uh, who can or can't be on the stage for the debate. All of a sudden, Bloomberg, who's done nothing, he can buy his, himself in. Uh, now you're trying to censor Bernie. Look, I'm no fan of Bernie's, but let the people speak. But I guess what they're seeing is we could get Biden, who we take out of the limelight as much as we can until he gets against uh, Trump. But when you see him speak, it's just like an old man just lost. Like sometimes Biden. he, yeah, yeah, Biden just lost in the world. So this is your, your this is the guy you're going to carry into. Well, that's not going to bode well. Elizabeth Warren and Bernie, just socialist. That's not going to go well. The economy is doing too well for this. Yeah. And then everyone else really, um, Yang, uh, uh, just everybody else. They're not. They you don't know, have the, it, the it's, people. It's it's going to be Buttigieg, uh, Sanders, Warren, or 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 Biden. The rest yeah. could leave now. Yeah, it, that's because even even Bloomberg, like he's a robot. There's no yeah. the there's not no. Yeah, bo- yeah. It's just not. It's not. It's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. You should have fallen back and regrouped. Just like you said, but you like would have needed to do that a long time ago. Yeah, though. not is, now. It's too late now. It's no now. You you bought into that, and now it's it's, it's just not. Yeah, they were really banking on a hail mary. Yeah, and uh, it's it's pretty pretty sad for them because and it's getting so pathetic now that one might start having to ask the question. N- not the twenty twenty election. But 2024, like, because now, let's say Trump wins 2020, boom, he can't run again. Do they start, what if the, who, do the Republicans start molding Rubio or somebody else comes out? And then if the Democrats stay on this, yeah, they don't even, it, it, forget losing 2020, you're going to fuck around and lose 2024. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, and then that's... what? And then and then the thing is this. Let's say that this Trump's presidency is is mirrors Reagan's presidency. So that's a two-term Republican president, cultural figure that but but that kind of represents the counterculture. And then you have somebody that comes behind him which would be representative of George Bush senior. Yeah. But then that person doesn't make the mistakes that George Bush Sr. made and follows more of the, the, yeah. the Trump way of going about things. Shit. You could have, you could be talking, now we're talking 2028. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's such an ugly picture that they're painting for themselves, especially if they don't, if they don't regroup. And to be quite honest, with the hatred that they have for Trump, I really thought that they would have done it by now. Yeah. I really thought... At this point in time, they would have been singing a way different tune, and they're not. And that that's what might happen uh, after 2024, 2020, uh, what, what is it? Yeah, 2024. They're going to have to wait till 2028, and then after that, it'll probably be like a real Bill Clinton-esque. Because now at that time, you had 12 years, over a decade, where it just didn't work. So what are you going to do now? Are you going to keep? hammering that home or are you finally going to change you know and i think that that reevaluation has to come really 2020 
once reality kicks should have been came like with yeah. the way they say they hate dude you know yeah. what i'm saying <laughs> so so it's not it's not looking very well but i mean for them and they just have to kind of go back to the drawing board and see what's really clicking in people's minds so that's that's one thing i'm excited about for 2020 is the demographics we were talking about that before the the show like just seeing what changed what stayed the same what you know yeah tells you a lot about where where people's minds are from all you know backgrounds we'll see we shall so moving on to the next segment uh that singer rapper uh female entertainer lizzo what's tour so I, so I wanted hot. to talk about this this topic because she's been getting a lot of acclaim lately and whatever like it is what it is what people like is 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 up to them like their taste in music and everything like that but a lot of the acclaim that's coming along with her is uh subtitles with a lot of body positivity yeah. overdoing it and I think the thing, the I guess the straw that broke the camel's back, uh, metaphorically speaking, was the other day I was online and on the media outlet, the Daily Mail, I saw an article and the picture had, the article had a picture of Lizzo on a beach in a bikini, just not appealing in, in any stretch of the word, at least to me, in my opinion. And it was titled Lizzo Shines on the Beach. And they were talking about essentially how, you know, she doesn't care what the haters think. And she, she you know, she's fat and proud and all kind of just stuff that I don't ascribe to and I, I don't rock with. But teach his own. My thing is... Are you really perpetuating anything good? And that's and that's where where this whole argument about bo- body positivity kind of hits a stagnant point is you're so focused on making people feel comfortable being fat but you're not looking at the health benefits of being thin. You know like or the, the 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 there is no benefits to being fat. It's bad for your heart. It's bad for you. It's it's bad it's, for your knees. Bad for your back. Yes, bad for everything. You're you're not in a good place, and you're not gonna live longer if you're fat, and especially that fat. Yeah, yeah, and oh shit. Well, the so so then obviously in in, in pre production we were looking at, at at certain certain conversations and certain things. Uh, pertaining to to the subject, and uh, there was the one with Piers uh, Piers Morgan, yeah, and like the really really like this one actually makes Lizzo seem yeah she's okay. she's bigger than Lizzo yeah. yeah just just it's bad and she's forty six so it's not good either you're you're up in age and and, and you're that heavy and uh, fat bitch <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> and then that essentially that's what Piers Morgan said. No, <laughs> but no, but but he started giving the the statistics like, oh, you're this, you're that, your body mass uh, index is like sixty four, you know. Mother of God. Yeah, and that that's that's double of mine, and I'm actually considered fat. I'm actually considered fat. 
I don't even feel like I feel like I should thin down, but whatever. Disgusting. Yeah, I just I'm just <laughs> a disgusting mess, ladies and gents. Please help me. No, but like, so you're smaller in frame than me because he he gave her height. She was like five four. Yeah, I'm yeah, way bigger. Was, yeah, she's. I'm a man. Yeah. Uh, and you have double the. In, but this is not good for you. It's just, it's not good. So when people say uh, this whole talk about this body positivity shit, which in the I don't know if it was in the same segment or or, or a different segment, they had a, a a guy talking about how it's bad. It's not good. We should not, we should be honest to people. Which, which is good. The other girl was saying, "Well, no, because when I went to the doctor, like I just felt so disrespected, and yeah. and, and this, this, and that." Because so he's he like, told you to, "Yeah, to, to yeah. lose some weight." Anyway, that, that's when he asked. He asked. He's like, "Well, what did he say?" He's like, "Well, he said I had to lose weight," <laughs> and and uh, like that's the most non-disrespectful shit. Like that's, it's your doctor. Your doctor is paid to be just that. To hey, you know what? You want to live better. You want to live longer. Uh, you want your body to, to to be better in all aspects. Yeah, you're gonna have to lose some weight. It's not good for you. Your your fucking you know heart's not looking good. Yeah. Yet her whole thing is no. Well, they have to create this whole system, right? This, this you know support system because like I I just can't like you could just say like maybe I can change my lifestyle and this is a, what yeah no, who has time for all of that or just you're fat and you need to lose weight this is bad for you that's much quicker and more moving. effective and if you don't then like don't i just don't you're fine you can do that i don't want you crying about it later exactly fat bitch <laughs> <laughs> no but but it, it it's it's so it's so crazy but another thing that i find crazy about this whole thing is the arrogance that comes along with all of this mess because it's one thing to to be you and 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 love yourself and and you should i don't i'm and nor am i here saying that i'm advocating for everybody to be like in olympic body form no i'm not saying you need to be like that but understand the health ramifications but whatever the case to operate with such arrogance at times for instance with lizzo she puts out a lot of music you know that this is like very uh what what one would call empowering to women oh girl if he don't love you leave this this and that like you don't need to put up with that like Men ain't shit like like all of that, and again, like that's her uh, her opinion that she's entitled to. Yeah. But when you put this stuff out there and like people follow this, just like you had a whole slew of women that followed Beyonce's to the left, to the left, yeah. that irreplaceable shit, and that's why it's it's so great that that uh, Lil Wayne song on the Carter Three that was sort of like a, a undeclared response to Beyonce's. Uh, irreplaceable. You remember that <laughs> yeah. track? Uh, it was uh, uh, to the left. To the uh, left. He's like, uh, it's called comfortable. Yeah, where pretty much he, like he's telling the chick, well, you know, I know you're feeling irreplaceable listening to Beyonce, but you can leave. You could get the fuck out of here, you know. And I, I could do what I need to do, and this and that. 
those cultural mom those cultural moments are important because it does sort of play into the mindset and the psyche of the way people go about things so when you have that and then you have i I don't know maybe some fat girls out there that think that it's a good idea to conduct themselves in this manner because lizzo got them feeling empowered because that that does happen yeah what you're doing is you're you're essentially telling them to be totally unaware of the sexual marketplace because there's a there's a lot of guys that'll rock with a fat girl, but that's because the fat girl has assets that she provides. Mm-hmm. Assets in the sense of, she, you know, she she takes care of him, she cooks, she might clean, she might have like a great personality. So the dude might be like, man, you know what? Like, yeah, yeah are there hotter women? Are there hotter women? Yes, there are hotter women, but this woman like treats me great. Like she treats me like a king. Yeah. But now, if you have a yeah. a guy that's with a girl like that, and she gets to acting with like a nasty attitude and like feeling all empowered by Lizzo, yeah. Well, why wouldn't the guy just uh, just shoot for a hot chick with attitude? If you're yeah. gonna have both with an attitude, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna go with the trophy, the you're, one that you could take to a fucking ballroom, and the people be like, "Damn!" Exactly. You did that, didn't you? Exactly. At least because it it, it looks better, so you have that, and then now. Which I do see it. I do see it a lot where, and I, I didn't see it so much when I was younger, but I do see it a lot now. Like I, you'll see like fat, ugly girls that like still have this mentality that like, they could get any guy they want. Out like, of their fucking mind. But the thing, and unless like again, you maybe could if you had like a bomb ass personality, like you, because I would never like like you know limit you but if you have a bomb ass personality you you were like awesome smart like you had a lot going for yourself then i could be like man you know what she's fat but like everything else like damn she's she's a dime in in every other aspect i could see her like getting like with with like a a great ass guy but typically that's not the case no no yeah and that's where i said like hell no like because usually when they're like that they have this sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, th- your sense of entitlement has to have pillars of, of just... A s- of, of of the things that, that substantiate and support it. Exactly. exactly. That's well said. Like, what are your pillars? You have no pillars if, like, you know what I'm saying? And that's what Lizzo is perpetuating. Yeah. Like, oh, just you got to love me because I'm me. Like, I'm 100% that bitch. Like, okay, well, what are the pillars? Because maybe you are 100% that bitch if you got this, 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 and that. But I don't know. A lot of people aren't aren't on that. And it was it was like that joke from uh, Gerard Carmichael when he talks about a lot of Beyonce fans yeah. and how he w- he's saying, like, a lot of these women, Beyonce got these women feeling a certain type of way. Yeah. And, like, they're doing things that Beyonce can do, but, like, you can't do it. You no. can't. So it's just no, not no. It's just not working for you. I'll use her lyrics against her because, like, part of the hook was uh, one of her songs. The song is Truth Hurts. It's like, <laughs> why men great till they got to be great? Don't text me. Tell it straight to my face. Okay. Honey, can you please lose some weight? You need to lose weight. <laughs> no, no. 
<laughs> and then she's gonna give you the bo- body positivity spiel, and then that's when like this. Shit, oh well. Well, you're, yeah, you're out, which is the whole part of the song where that's the meaning of the song. Oh, goodbye. I'm on my own shit. But you told me to straight to your face. Lose some fucking weight. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's 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 uh, it's just not good for your health. But at the same time, do what you want, but then don't don't feel entitled. That that's the thing. Like, unless there should be a reason you have entitlement, right? A lot of people earn it. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people they feel, oh, uh, I'm old this, but what did you do? What did you do to to be old this? Because like breathing and living, that shit doesn't mean anything. Like you got to work for 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 what you want. Like sometimes that means sacrificing. Sometimes that means that you might not be able to eat as much pizza as you want. Maybe let's leave that for for the weekend, right? I hate that shit. My girl, you know, my girl uh, made breakfast for me this morning. That shit was fucking healthy as shit. And like, I always tell her, I was like, why? why? I want to die soon. <laughs> I, I need, like, bacon. But the whole thing is, oh, that's good for your heart. Fucking avocado and some egg whites, right? Yeah, that's man. Yeah. You really changed since you moved to the <laughs> suburbs. <laughs> I'm a fucking suburban. But it's like... I know why I'm eating it, and I know why she's making it. She wants me around for way longer. No, and and that's great. Like I love, yeah. I love to see like my my friends like advancing like past the 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 things that like where we're from. Because yeah. I'm like that when it comes to food, not so much. I'm more of a as I've gotten older, I'm more of a, where I can cut back. I cut back. I eat less, so my whole thing is like I don't really eat anymore till I'm full. Yeah. I'll eat, I'll eat till I'm, I, I would say satisfied, and I still have energy. Yeah, I don't like to feel lethargic and and all messed up. So, like for instance, let's say I have a breakfast sandwich and a hash brown. I know I'm gonna like work that off and burn that off throughout throughout the day before I might have that. Like I might have two breakfast sandwiches and a hash brown and like have a, like a donut or something like yeah. that. No, I don't I won't do that anymore. And so and then also I'm very active, so like I, I burn a lot of energy and stuff because I know that it's very hard for me to go the healthy food route because it just doesn't yeah. taste as good to me. Like I don't like not. egg whites. No. I don't like it. No. Like avocado's okay, like on certain things, but just healthy food. By and large, but I mean, think of it. Even like a good salad, like if yeah. you talk about good salads, if the better the salad tastes, the more unhealthy it is. Yes, you know what I'm saying. And that's what I was about to say. Like, imagine a fucking McGriddle, cheese, just bacon, cheese just oozing out of the fucking egg, just delicious, and a hash brown, or an egg white avocado breakfast sandwich. Yeah, but I will say this. Obviously, I'm gonna pick the McGriddle. But I will say this though, I do notice the difference when I eat like better when it comes to like let's say turkey or chicken or fish as opposed to like a lot of red meats and a lot of sodium. Yeah. You feel like you didn't eat. You feel like yeah, oh yeah, shit, you're energetic. Yeah, one hundred percent. So so I will say that, but it's just fuck. I'm so horrible at eating. Like like I know like I I do good at like limiting myself, but then even sometimes it's just it's just bad. But that's where I could improve. But just the fact that we're even having this conversation about us knowing we're eating bad 
and knowing how to fix it or yeah and that's being, being aware of the situation yeah. and self-awareness not being entitled and and you know so on and so forth oh, yeah. which is interesting because it sort of ties into the next segment about how we've realized recently that we have certain dear beloved friends of ours that are very much pro reparations and I think that sense of entitlement that we were just speaking about speaks to that mindset. Yeah, yeah. And um, before we even get into this, I, I don't think it's conducive to, in 2020, to keep looking back at something that doesn't affect you when in 2020 in America, you have all the tools available to you as an individual, no matter what race, color, creed, to pave your way. I'd much rather have that. Like if someone right now stood and said, here, have money, or here, pave your way. That way, you know, it is what it is. You could, I'd rather pave my way because I know what I want to do. You know what I mean? I know what I, what I want to build. Here, have money and uh, yeah, it's fine. Have you noticed that people that win the lottery tend to end up being broke again? Yeah, it's, because, it was the mindset. Yeah, it's, it's all bro- about... It's a broke mindset. Yes. And it's so crazy because when you're young, you look at things so differently. Like when, when I was younger, it's like, man, if I had this money... You don't realize like that's not really what makes or breaks you is having the money. It's what you do with what you make. It's what, okay, how do I... It's like a puzzle, right? It's like a math if, if, equation. If, if I wrote my own bible that right there would be like one of the tenets in my bible what you do with what you make there it's it's so funny all the time i always hear people talk about oh more money oh such and such has a good job oh they make a lot of money oh this oh that but then you see and hear the things that people do with the money that they make and you're like, well, what does it fucking matter if this person made $200,000? Would they really be in any better situation? Their mindset is a broke mindset. It that's just is what it is. Now, making $200,000 to a motherfucker that doesn't have a broke mindset, now that makes a difference. Like, damn, they make a lot of money. And those are the motherfuckers that make $200,000 look like $2 million yeah. because of how they how they make shit work. Yeah, and, and you look at, like, you know, what was crazy. Uh, I didn't watch all the Oscars because I was just dead-ass tired and I fell asleep. Um, and then I was doing stuff, so I wasn't really, like, paying attention, paying attention to it. But I did notice a commercial about a new show. It's called For Life. It's, like, on primetime television, executively produced by 50 Cent. And, like, I look at that shit, and I'm like, damn. This guy used to be fucking, like, in the streets, selling drugs, got shot. Now, like... You had a whole rap career, and now you're executively producing shows. Oh, I got power. I got a fan base here. Let me start this show over here. I got another network. I was just, like, really proud of that in the, in the sense of, like, that's somebody that came from somewhere similar, and they got what they could and, and learned, and w- w- they were better. And, and, and even now, like, yes, you had your heyday when it came to rap music, but at the same time now, it's like, well, shit. Now I'm an executive producer. Now let me venture into this mm-hmm. and let me see what I could do. You know? And that's one thing that I like about that guy is like he always has something going on. Like, oh, I'm gonna start 
you know, uh, a, a new a new champagne. This is like people people like this. Oh, let me let me delve into the headphones. Oh, that didn't work. All right, cool. Let me start this show. Oh, that worked. Yeah. You know. Oh, let me invest in. The, it's never about give me, give me, give me. Is well, no. Let me go where the money is at. Where where are these? Where is all this? Where oh, where, how did this guy get this? You know, I, I went to a seminar um, with one of the guys that. He's produced a lot of our music. Uh, Holden Infrared. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's produced, uh, man, so many. Get biz, get big till it hurts. Um, just, just a lot of our, our tracks, and we've had such a blast working with him. And like, he had like a little seminar on, on like trusts and 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 uh, how they work and how that can help you with taxes and stuff like that. And it was like. It was really dope because like here was a guy who was like looking at the way the IRS works, the way uh, a lot of people that are successful and have different assets, how how they protect their stuff mm-hmm. through these things. And I feel like that's what we need. That's what we need. We need people that are taking blueprints that have worked, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes that means looking outside of your box. That some actually most likely it'll it, be it usually outside means of means yeah. looking outside of your box. It's like oh shit, what did these set of people do? Why, why does he pay this in taxes? Why does why are they like even even uh, when he said about the taxes about Trump's taxes how like they ha- they've had a hard time? He's like it could be because he has all his stuff through a trust. But like just knowing that knowing that that could be something that benefits him, mm-hmm. and then he started his, and then he's showing us. It's like. This is badass because this is how you learn and this is how you become better. But no, just like I told you in the <laughs> on the bus ride here, uh, people instead of being worried about a trust or or paying uh, less on taxes or or investing in something or becoming better or or learning something new that that will benefit their family, they'll be like, "Well, fuck the Bears. When do the Bears play?" Yeah. Oh, the Chicago. Oh, fuck, they suck. Even if they were good, but. I just had to throw that out there to all my Chicago Bear fans. But, like, it's just you're worried about this when there's a slew of other things you could be learning and becoming better at. Therefore, being better off financially. And and I, I think before we talk reparations, it's about what you could do with what you have. I can't change what where my when my parents had me. I can't change that. Yeah. And, well, and that that really is the only conversation to be had because even the the reparations conversation, it's a it's a really like sort of illogical one because okay, so the taxpayers, the 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 government, which is comprised of all taxpayers, you're saying needs to pay you because the the government's money is not its own money; it's from taxpayers. So you're saying you need to take money from all taxpayers, whether they had something to do with slavery or not. Yeah. To to give you money, okay? So they're gonna give you money. But then, how do you logically break down who gives what, who gets, who gives what, and who gets what? What's the amount that you want? Like, it's such an illogical argument. And it's just so funny to me because you have so many people for this stuff, but there is no logic following it at all. And that's one of the things that stemmed this whole argue, well, this whole little debate because one of our friends posted something that said, 
it shows a white guy and it says, I don't owe reparations. My ancestors got here after slavery already had ended. And then it says, but I just benefit from racist overpolicing, racist housing, discrimination, racist hiring practices, a racist drug war, unseen bias of nearly everyone of with any power, generations of racist lending practices, and a deficit of generational wealth caused by centuries of slavery. Now, a few weeks ago, or maybe, I don't know if it was last week, but, but uh, in an episode prior to this, we talked about what the average wealth of the people, like different races in this country are. And by and large, across the board, like for white people, it's close to like $150,000 like worth of like their, what their, their net worth is. Yeah. That's something that can be obtained in, in a generation. Yeah. So it's like these over these centuries of, 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 of generational wealth and all of this stuff. It really is just like posts like this are really just manifestations of the, of people's own shortcomings. Yeah. Second, I have a friend, well, you know him too, like that, that he's Polish. His dad came, his parents came here from Poland. His dad built, uh, you know, a, a company. He works for himself. I don't, I don't know if you would use the word company, but he has his own business where he does remodeling and everything like that. This, this dude, the friend works for the government and then sometimes works for, you know, work, works with his dad. How did, and, and you know, they live a good life and all of this. How did these people benefit from any of that? So you're saying these, these Polish people, they're, they owe you money? They, how did they benefit from anything that your post yeah. described? That's what I'm saying. It's it's so illogical. And then they have an answer for that too. And then when you really break it down, typically this type of narrative comes from people that are are not satisfied with their own circumstance. Yeah. I rarely hear people that like have their goals and like their aspirations and they're shooting for the stars. Honestly, I don't even think those type of people even have time to be thinking about this shit. No. It's like, okay, am I going to wait around for some reparations that probably will never come? And even if they do come, what's the um, what's the appropriate amount? Like, okay, the government is, all right, well, we're tired of hearing about this reparation shit. So next Friday, we're, ke- we're, we're kicking everybody a check for $2,500. So is that is that going to get you out of poverty? Is that going to fix the fact that you have five kids is that going to fix the fact that you you went down the wrong road in life is that going to fix the fact that you went to college and couldn't afford it like is that going to fix the fact that you bought a car you couldn't afford is that going to fix the fact you you bought a house you couldn't afford is that going to fix the fact that you fucking drink and do dumb shit on the weekends is that going to fix the fact that you're unhealthy like is whatever money they is that going to fix any of that so okay well i'll kick it up to ten thousand well like what's What's within reason? Because a motherfucker could be like, well, if they gave me a million dollars, well, you're not getting a million dollars. So it, within amount, a, a reasonable amount of money, I would imagine if they kicked reparations, it would be something along the lines of like what a tax return is. Yeah. Has that changed your life at any point throughout all these years that you've been doing your taxes? Like, yeah, you're focused on the wrong shit. Yeah, because you have all the tools available to you now. You know, and that's the that's the sad part is 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 do that do do something for yourself. 
I can't control what already happened years ago. You know, like I can't control that. I, I don't I don't have a time machine. But what I could do is I could try and 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 I don't even want to call it fail, but you're gonna fail here and there. You're gonna you're not gonna the outcome won't be like what you thought it would be with every venture because that's that's the part of like learning and 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 and, and just trying consists of but actively trying to do things that better you you know and and i think like you said some of this stuff is is uh you could acquire in in one generation it's just being able to sacrifice a lot of the stuff that you mentioned it's like it's very doable but 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 it's not it's not done it's not practiced it's not why why because it becomes a, a this thing about well, why can he do it? Well, why are you worried about what he can do? It's what you can do, right? Or no, worry worry about what the person, why can they do it? But within, within pragmatic resolve, don't worry about it in the sense that, oh, he must have benefited from years yeah. of... Of this, this, and that. No, he does it because he gets up early in the morning. He works the weekends. He works an extra job. He sacrifices his money. He sacrifices time away from friends and family. That's why he can do it. Like, oh, you benefited from this, this, and that. Like, come on, dude. Stop. Yeah. And a lot of the choices, like, statistically speaking, uh, because I think we, we covered some of this stuff. I don't think in a form of reparations, but just... As far as poverty is concerned, like not having a kid is huge, keeping you out of poverty. Um, I, we, I think you had like a whole yeah, like, yeah, slew it, of statistics it, it, on it's, it. It's uh, don't it's finish high school. The, these yeah. these if you follow these three simple things, you're you're what like I I, I want to say it's upwards of ninety five percent. But it's around that number, that likelihood that you will not end up in poverty. And it's don't have the, it's finish high school. It's don't have a kid before you're married. Or no, no, it's don't have a kid before you finish high school, finish high school. And if you have kids, be married, something yeah. along those lines. Boom. Like that's like that's anybody could do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even if you can't do it or you didn't do it, understand that those were your actions, not like the some system that made it that you could not do it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's people that do it and like that's fine. I rock with it. Like, you know, whatever you call it a mistake or you started young, whatever, however you want to phrase it. I, 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 whatever, that's, that's you. I'm not, I'm not like saying anything bad. I just don't want to hear that. Like some system caused you to do that. Yeah. Like, Oh, I was a, pr- no, you stuck your penis in her or you opened your legs and you, like you guys did that. Like yeah. no system. There wasn't like some fucking grand wizard behind the, the, the curtain being like, <laughs> okay, now you are going to sleep with it. Like, no, like you did that. Okay. Boom. Just throws glitter on you. Yeah. And you just, Oh, I want to fuck. <laughs> have a child and have a drinking habit. <laughs> and then you just go. And, and that it. is an original thought. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, but uh, but yeah, you know, so th- that's pretty much like the basis of uh, what we're saying. But um, 
that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google, Apple, Stitcher, anywhere podcasts are found. If you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform. Type in Audio Apes. Our catalog pops up. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.